You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland After Show. Is this beautiful? Is this really the music for this show? No, not for this show. It's actually Alice in Wonderland, like the Johnny Depp movie. Oh, okay. I was really confused. I did not hear this. (laughs) Bing is for doing, and we are doing another Once Upon a Time in Wonderland after show. The episode is number two, Trust Me. I am your host, Jackie Borowski, and with me are Tiana Hobson and Marissa Serafini. What's up, guys? And Steve in the booth, if he wants to chime in. Yay. (laughs) I do love this music, though. It's very pretty. At first, like, just because of the singing, I thought it was You Can't Always Get What You Want. Yeah, it sounds like Yeah, that. just a little bit. Um. <laughs> so, uh, the first order of business is Oops, I'm Sorry. And that is in regards to the timeline. A lot of people pointed out to me that there were all kinds of things wrong with my observation slash theory slash grave error in the timeline. So. Which we all kind of made because we were all confused about where this storyline was picking up. And now we know. That. But it's not entirely all for our fault because they didn't clearly point that out in the show, too. They were pretty vague about that. No, and they yeah. say it's present day, but it's actually present day for season two once because it's after the Wraith has been let loose. So everybody's kind of going crazy, which makes sense because then they wouldn't notice that the Knave is just like slipping in there. And um, other fact that was pointed out to me is that the Victorian England that Alice comes from, it's not a time travel thing. It's just a completely separate world. Like, Agrabah is a separate world, and uh, our world is separate from Wonderland. So um, I'm, I'm hoping there are, like, weird things that happen in her Victorian England that aren't in our Victorian England. Yeah. Just because I'm, I'm curious about how that's different. I mean, her clothes are a little bit more, like, modern when you look at them. And some of the people in, in those flashback scenes were wearing modern clothes as well. Um, and speaking of people that talk to us on YouTube and iTunes, uh, I just want to remind you to go on iTunes and rate and comment. Um, we love our one comment on <laughs> iTunes. I read it. It was awesome. Thank you. And then um, we we read and responded to a lot of the YouTube comments as well. Um, yeah, again, keep telling a friend. That's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. And our Once Upon a Time in Wonderland show was in the top ten like this whole week, this whole past week. So keep downloading. Yeah, kudos yeah to- that was awesome. awesome. Thank you, guys. And tell us tell us what you think. Um, so we moving into the episode. We have the knave and Alice. The knave's name, you were right, is Will. It wasn't just British slurriness that <laughs> that I was misinterpreting. Um, and then I start going back, and I'm like, are there any characters in like fantasy or fairy tale stories named Will? 
Did and you come up with any? The only thing I came up with was Will Turner from Pirates. <laughs> and I was that like, is exactly where my mind went to. Yeah, and I was like, that uh, was Disney. <laughs> and I'm like, it was Disney, but it's not right because I know they're not going to do that. And I know he seems to be from our world, I think, because he references a lot of things from our world, and she'll go, what? And he's like, never mind. Like, he yeah, references think, television and Yeah, telly. Yeah, I, I, I think he um, spent a lot of time hiding out after he left Wonderland in our timeline, so... See, I want to know more about his backstory. So, I mean, the episode is Trust Me, and it's... The whole episode really is based on the concept of trust. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. the knave, we know, seems kind of sketchy or untrustworthy and Alice seems to trust him for whatever reason um, which might eventually blow up in her face. Yeah, but she didn't completely trust him because when they were going to look for the bottle that you know, um, Cyrus's bottle that she and him hid um, years ago or maybe not years ago, a while (laughs) ago. uh, A long time ago. Yeah, a while ago they hid Many years ago. (laughs) Yeah, his genie bottle away. And, you know, she didn't tell him where they where it was actually buried. So. That's true, because the walls literally have ears. Yes. Um, so he, uh, what was I going to say? So I guess, yeah, she trusts him haltingly. And we, he, I'm interested in learning his backstory. Because he has, um, there's a reference to Anastasia, which yeah. the animated Anastasia is not actually a Disney movie. Which makes me it's sad not. because I do like that movie. Um, but there was a there. I mean, in real life, Anastasia they, and the Romanovs. Yeah, yeah they thought yes. she had escaped when her whole family was killed, which later was proved to be incorrect by by looking at DNA. Mm-hmm. But there was a woman who did claim to be uh, long lost Anastasia. So I don't know if they're gonna like bring that in or I don't know if they were talking about that Anastasia or maybe they just named a different fairy tale character, character Anastasia, Anastasia kind of how the knave yeah. is also Will yeah they just chose Anastasia because it's such a pretty name and when I was a kid I wanted to be named Anastasia <laughs> um but that's just <laughs> what me your name different I think uh, I liked how they kind of planted that seed for Anastasia because they know the audience that they're writing to uh our generation would automatically think the the animated movie Anastasia and the Romanovs and so I think we they were expecting us to immediately think that yeah even though Disney Mm -hmm. doesn't own it so they were like we know you love this even though we don't own it that's (laughs) a 20th century Fox movie but uh I think it would still be cool if they did tie in a historical person into this show yeah instead of a fairy tale or folklore I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I don't see that. I, I don't think there's anything like beyond their reach because um, in Once Upon a Time, they brought in Lancelot. Now Lancelot's not, I mean, it's more like fantasy. Yeah, they also brought in Mulan, who was, um, you know, based off of a a legend. But that's and not also really... a Disney movie. So it's like, um, I, I see but why. But the, ba- the b- basis of the movie is right. on a historical person. Right. So so bring on... Um, I'm sorry, it's hot in here. So. <laughs> I'm not just trying to strip for no reason. Oh, and, take and, my and sorry, to, to go back to the, the Will for a second. There, there, I'm looking up a list of Disney names. And for Will, there's uh, Wilbur Robinson from Meet the Robinsons, Billy the Giant from... Uh, when, yeah, just a few Wills there. Any, anyone that, that seemed like pick. they would match him? Um... Wilhelmina Packard? No. 
not not as of right now for his description of the the nave but um i i'd like to see if they're gonna tie it into a character that we know yeah did will turner okay and i know this is totally like a random aside but um he died and he was locked to the box was his heart locked to the box no that's oh my gosh yes oh my gosh Mm. His heart was locked to the box in yes, there. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. And it's locked <laughs> away, and it's on the ocean shore with his true love while he's out there in the ocean gathering up the souls of dead people. <laughs> but her name was Elizabeth Swan and not Anastasia, but, you know, what? you, you never know. You never know how they're going to take it. And that's the great in. thing is you never know where they're going to take yeah. it. These writers are so on top of it. They've had this mapped out from the beginning so they know where they're taking it but Mm -hmm. they leave it they drop us little hints but most of the time we don't actually connect the dots until after they've revealed who it is or right right and they do a lot of research i know that because um they these writers are smart writers so they're doing a lot of they want to bring in lots of elements Mm -hmm. and they want to they want to make it not easy for the audience they want to make it complex and they want to make you think and wonder oh what's what's going on with this character what's going on with that character Mm -hmm. and at this point because the cast is so small that's the beauty of having a small cast is you have this backstory that for some characters you do know, and then for some characters you're like the knave. We're all just like it's anybody's guess. You're just wondering. And I liked how Once Upon a Time in Wonderland started with such such a small cast, mm-hmm. they, and they we were focusing more on the storyline rather than at every episode we get a little bit more of the backstory of each character. But in Once Upon a Time, the original uh, series, that we started with so many people, and so every episode it was one new person that we're learning, and it's kind of overwhelming in that way. It's like a whole another person we have to know. But once upon a time in Wonderland, they they have the small cast, and we can focus more on the storyline rather than the characters. Right. Yeah, and it helps that they're doing it the way they're doing it in the American horror story sense of you know television where you know if they have 13 episodes to tell the beginning middle and end and you know it will stand alone by itself so we will have answers to all our questions whereas if you stretch something out for 22 episodes over multiple multiple seasons that's when you get the dragging storylines and right now we're in it fast and we're getting answers and we're learning about these people i wish that we learned a little bit more about the knave tonight. I know. I wish you so could open up just a tiny bit oh. more because it's really going to bug me waiting till next week to hopefully find out more. I'm but. still, I mean, he, to me, like, I obviously, like, we'll talk about Alice and Cyrus later and they have good chemistry, but I mean, the knave's just the most interesting character to me. He really I, He's so fascinating. Um, so they are going, speaking of which, so they go, they have to get across the water to get to where the bottle is buried. And they, Alice says she's going to call the ferry, and it's an actual ferry and not a boat. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, okay, I wasn't the only one who was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You take a ferry across the water. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the, the interesting thing is, because I watched the episode with closed captioning, and they spelled it F-E-R-R-Y. Oh, like the boat. So mm-hmm. when I read it, I'm like, okay, I'm just waiting for a boat. So mm-hmm. they purposely switched it yeah. on us. <laughs> I love that. I thought it was super cute. And then, of course, uh, the fairy has a past relationship with 
um, the, the nave. The nave. <laughs> Silver I, mist. He's, he's, it, and That's that, a cool name. Just yeah, yeah. That kind of reminded me of like a Jack Sparrow moment too where it's like Jack Sparrow has all these like past <laughs> lovers. She just comes up and like slaps Slash him. <laughs> I wrote that down too. Yeah. I'm like, what did he do to deserve that? <laughs> yeah. Clearly something. But she's over it because she doesn't know. She doesn't hold grudges and she's over it and she can be professional in her job. I have a feeling we're going to meet <laughs> so a lot she of... Says, so she right, says. Right, I mean, says. hold grudge. Are you kidding me? She dropped him in the freaking water. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of, like, jilted lovers of his, like, in Wonderland or other places. Yeah. It mm. seems like he leaves a lot of that in his wake. So, yeah, she drops him in the water, and they manage to luckily get to a plot of Land. land. Which was so random. I like, know. that was convenient. Those rocks just happened. I to actually be there. thought that they found that they weren't that far away from the shore and that she dragged him to shore. I thought that With, too. That's what I thought when originally. And then, you know, she did her stomping of the foot thing. I was like, wait, what is, what is that? Yeah, then they panned <laughs> yeah. out and you could see that it was like not the shore. Guess we're not as smart as you, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, that was so random, especially just how they built it up. That the fairy was still having beef with the knave, and then she drops him. And the way they shot it, he's literally in open water. There's no land around. And then how they immediately went, the next cut was they found land. I'm like, okay, he managed I don't believe to that. Flail his way to a piece <laughs> of land. I don't, I, I don't know. I just didn't believe it. <laughs> or maybe the turtle slowly floated towards him, and he didn't even notice. I don't know. Maybe that turtle secretly was in love with him. Maybe um, the turtle was underwater still, and then he rose up. Like submerged. Yeah. Him. Maybe. Came up, maybe. But like, I loved how Alice just was like, all right, I got to go save him. <laughs> I do. I love that, that even though he's kind of a, like, she views him as kind of a pest, she cares about him enough that she's like, okay, he deserved this, but, uh, like, he. And I'm she has his him. back, because even with the fairy, she's like, I mean, come on, like. Are you really not going to take us because <laughs> right. of him? And she sticks up for him when people are always doubting her and asking her why she's hanging around with him. And she never lets him stop her because she could have easily kept going and been like, all right, whatever. This is going to happen a lot on this trip because clearly everyone in Wonderland hates him. Right. And <laughs> she doesn't even know why they hate him. So she's really trusting and staying with him because you don't know what this boy did. And you're just going around... a whole world where people do not like him and are willing to drop him in the middle of water and turn him into the caterpillar for a bounty how much is this bounty i mean maybe you should go get the bounty i don't know get your wish back like why does the caterpillar have a bounty on him (laughs) like what is the dealings what are the dealings of the caterpillar like that's another fascinating thing i can't wait to see more characters from wonderland Mm -hmm. slipping into here and what they're like and what they're about um, like I want to see the White Queen who hasn't arrived. Somebody mentioned um, a fan mentioned that it could be the White Queen from Frozen, which yeah. I would like. Yeah. I think That'd that would be a cool tie-in. Yeah. Um, but, but she like he sticks up for her too. He said he tells the fairy, "Don't make the good guys um, pay for the or yeah, don't make the good guys pay for their, what a bad guy did." Basically, yeah. And they have enough history that that I think even though he's not the uh, most upstanding citizen they care (laughs) enough about each other that it's they are willing to put that aside so the good guys alice and cyrus we learn about their back history yeah Um, that was cute to that was cute get a little 
intel on how they spent their time. So now my new timeline <laughs> question arises because when she was a little girl the first time in Wonderland, she comes out of the ground and she's a little she's still a little girl. But she had to have gone to Wonderland a second time after that when she was an adult and then been put in the asylum shortly thereafter. This is how I interpreted it. And fans, please correct me if I'm wrong. So she went there when she was a young girl. And then in the first episode, the doctors made references to how she used to disappear for times after she had come back. Um, and, and she would tell her father that, you know, more tales. He's like, your father's concerned about, you know, your disappearances and how you'd be gone for, well, hello, microphone. <laughs> um, how you'd be gone for long periods of time and then show back up again. So I think she was coming back and forth still. And, and that's how she was, you know, aging and getting older. And then the last time she went was when she met Cyrus, when she was trying to bring back proof. And then the whole thing went down at the boiling lake with, him falling down and her coming out of Wonderland, then traumatized and going into the institution. I completely agree with that. That makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that because when she met him, she had the rabbit in her mm-hmm. bag. That makes complete sense. Um, which also kind of highlights the reason, maybe like one of the reasons why her relationship with her father was so broken and why um, she feels so close to Cyrus because Cyrus is one person who is. Well, up until this point, has always been there for her, has always rooted for her and believed in her. And she kind of feels like her dad abandoned her or just didn't listen to her or didn't appreciate, like, or didn't not appreciate, but didn't believe her. Yeah. And that also makes sense because the doctors at the asylum said that this has been going an ongoing thing for years. And I'm like, if she was only at Wonderland once or twice, then, and from being a kid, from the one time that we saw her go to Maryland, and this is still going on, it makes sense if she kept going back and it kept going on for more years mm-hmm. that we didn't see yet. Right. That oh, why they're so concerned why she's an adult and she's still having these so-called delusions from Wonderland. Right. Um. So so Alice lacks trust with her father. I, we I want to know more about that relationship, but she builds trust with Cyrus. So uh, Cyrus gives her these wishes, and um, he he teaches her how to sword fight, and teaches that was fun to watch. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a cute moment. I mean, she stole a kiss. That was yeah. Cute. I know that was totally like now, okay. now you got to be creative. Yeah, you got to be creative. Okay, I know my opponent's weakness. I think. <laughs> yeah, and that was really a- another important fact about knowing your opponents, which led into tied into the end of the episode that mm-hmm. if like Alice Alice uses like a the fake place that she created to try and see who was after who else was after the bottle yeah. so she could see who her opponent was yeah and, and it also shows that uh, her fighting ability too because in the first episode when she just knocks everyone out at the asylum we're like really how does she know all these abilities and then seeing this flashback showing that she is a fast learner and she knows how to sword fight and we're led to believe that she knows how to uh, have hand-to-hand combat as well. Right. Yeah. We also learn an important thing in the Alice and Cyrus scenes is that the rules to wishes. You can't kill. You can't bring somebody back from the dead. You can't change the past. And you can't force anyone to fall in love. So 
we so we have these like established set rules and then we know which we'll talk about later is that it seems like Jafar is trying to change these rules which i think i think these rules will be important later on um i thought it was interesting sorry uh, about the wishes that in once upon a time we know that magic always comes with a price yes and then in wonderland this is kind of the same thing that the bigger the wish the more bigger the consequence could be. Right. Yeah. So you have to be very careful about making those wishes. And he doesn't want her to... There's a scene between them where he's like, oh, he gets all like emo and he's like, oh, I have to leave you because blah, 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 blah. And, and it's because he he fears that she'll use up all the wishes and then he'll be banished back to his bottle. So he has to... She basically says, you have to trust me that I won't use up these wishes. Yes. And then she goes and gives one away for help, for getting help. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I understand, you know, desperate times. But, <laughs> you know, once you get rid of one wish and give it to someone, what's to stop you the next time from getting rid of another wish? And then It's addictive. And then you're down to just this one wish and it can't get in the wrong hands or else you lose the love of your life for ever and ever. And um, one other thing I wanted to point out, when they were talking and she was saying, you know, I want you to teach me how to the swordsmanship he said a line that said um why would you go back to your world like you have a whole world here alice i, I can know. show it to you did anyone else bust out singing <laughs> i, I can show, show you, you the, the world, world. Yes. yes okay because i did bold box right here <laughs> right here and it was i mean it was so perfect for the so scene awesome. it was just so awesome and it just took me back yeah. to the animated aladdin classic um, I think that was perfect. nice. Yeah, yeah it was perfect. It was a nice little nod to the movie, so I mm-hmm. I respect that. I like these. I like um, Kids and Horowitz because they always leave little nuggets for the fans, mm-hmm. and and the fans love it. Obviously, yes. Um, so I okay. So paper, magic paper. Yeah, he, pretty cool. Um, he is in the cage. He doesn't want to play chess, and he wants to write a magic paper letter. His cage made of silver, which I did not know that silver and genies don't mix well together, apparently. We it, just learned this, Yeah, it, it weakens them. Yeah. I I had no idea, so. Werewolves and genies. Yeah, werewolves. Yeah, <laughs> I like, thought it was a werewolf they have something thing, in common? Genies, silver, not good, so. Yeah. So he, he, um... We in the flashback we learn that he teaches Alice uh, how to make origami out of magic paper. He makes her little rose, and it like blooms and it's cute. And so then <laughs> he pulls magic paper out of his pocket. He writes her a letter, which I think Tiana wants to read the contents of the letter uh, <laughs> because I spent so much time writing yeah. out the letter. Yeah, I paused the TV. Because I did not realize he was then going to speak the whole letter, <laughs> but I needed to know what the letter said. So it says, <clears throat> Please do it in a sexy voice. My dearest Alice, it took several lifetimes to meet you, but only seconds to love you. And it is a love that cannot be broken, not by a thousand spells or swords. So it is with my heart in your hands that I ask you to grant me one wish. Leave Wonderland. You are not safe here, and you cannot save me. The only thing worse than my own demise would be knowing that I have caused yours. I beg you to go home and know that I am with you always. Forever thine, forever mine, Cyrus. Thank you for the cue the music. I love it. Cue the waterworks. (laughs) 
Yes. Cue everything. That was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was perfect. Thank you, guys. Thank worth, you. I'll be here every Friday night. Thank you. It was you. worth all that writing that you did. So he reaches out of the silver cage, lets his arm be burned, and he lets what I thought was a crane go. It looks like I a think it's an origami crane. Some yeah. bird. Some sort of bird. And he lets it go. And just as Alice is feeling like is feeling like all hope is lost and he's forgotten about her and he moved on because the knave suggested it. Um, then the paper crane fly or paper bird situation flies to her and she opens it up and reads the magical letter and her hope is renewed and she's ready to go off. But now we have to talk about our bad guys. Yeah. So the Red Queen um, is bored in the castle, and she has all these people. We know now that she kind of, uh, she forced her way to be the leader. From what yeah, I thought yeah. that was interesting to yeah. hear, because who'd she take the throne from? Cora? Yeah, mm-hmm. it sounds like she would have taken yeah. it from Cora. Was Cora her mom? I'm really, I that, don't know. But if you think about it, that would make sense because if it lines up with the beginning of the Once Upon a Time season two, Cora was in the fairy tale yeah, land, in that little corner there. of the world, so she was gone. Mm-hmm. And so her absence would have the this new Red Queen back into the throne. Well, right, not yeah. back in; she would take over. But the she throne. would take over for where Cora so, left things. So, so I want to know. Yeah, I'm interested in what happened there. If there's a White Queen, um. And so she's in this room, and she's all she's all like, "I'm so bored," blah blah blah. And then uh, Jafar comes in and wastes an entire room of people. <laughs> um, just so now we know that Jafar is magically well. We already knew Jafar was magically more powerful than her, but Jafar has is done being bored, and he's now like so bored he's destructive. So he's coming, and he's like, "I'm just gonna waste an entire room of people." Um, and they, he, they have kind of like a, a tete-a-tete about, about where, about the, um, bottle and Mm -hmm. where to find it and where it is. But moving back, um, because I just remembered this, Jafar in the beginning. Oh yeah. When he was in Agrabah. He was in Agrabah. Many, many years ago. Yeah. Which, (laughs) many years ago. Same Jerry Curl, many years ago. Many years ago. Clearly his style hasn't changed over time. (laughs) And he's just gotten crueler too. Jafar's just grumpy because he hasn't moved with the times and the Red Queen gets a fabulous He just needs to find some love. He does. He needs to find some love and then he'll be happy. He does. He won't be such a mood killer. So he can't mm-hmm. find the genie, and he's looking for the genie, and he kills the scarf seller because the scarf seller knows where the genie is. The scarf seller actually sent the genie away. Yeah. So he, you know, which was a, a good act on him. Yeah. It shows that he actually was a good guy who, you know, cared about the genie in some way because he's like, right. the guy you warned me about is here, and I'm going to wish you away to the furthest place away from here. And right. luckily... And save he, Cyrus. You catch his name, uh, Farzan Shamad? Shemid? I didn't uh, catch it. I didn't he, catch yeah, it. He's, he said a name, and I'm like, who is he? Uh, oh. Is he a fairytale character, or he's some, some or if related going, to someone that we if know? If we're going to, like, the or beginning from, like, of Aladdin, yeah. the movie, the, yeah. I mean, it turned out that that guy was the genie who was walking around selling stuff in the very beginning oh, of the movie. Yeah. But maybe that was supposed to be a nod to his character. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. I want to know who that is. Or is it a character from like 40 Days or 40, um, you guys know what I'm talking about. The 40 Nights. 
Uh, yeah, the Forty Nights uh, Arabian Nights. Yeah, oh, Arabian yeah, okay. Nights. Arabian Nights. Yeah, yeah. Forty Nights. Like, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a nod to that. I don't know. And so, um, so we know he's looking for the genie. It seems in his conversation with uh, the Red Queen that he wants to change the laws of magic, um, and mm-hmm. it has something to do with the wishes and the genie and the bottle. And so he... Sorry, you said genie in a bottle, and I thought of Christina Aguilera. Uh, I, mean the, I mean the... Yeah, it's a bottle. It's not a lamp. It's a it bottle. is. It is a bottle. It's yeah, not well, a lamp, they so. kept referring to it as a bottle. As the, bottle. As the genie in the bottle. Yeah. So there you go. Another nod at something classic. They mm-hmm. like Christina Aguilera. That yes. is awesome. There is nothing wrong with that. Nope. Maybe she will... I want her to be a guest as a genie. That'd be awesome. She comes out in her dirty chap. <laughs> I'm down with that. We digress. We digress. <laughs> so, um, so he learns from his his listenings around that it's at the what was that the Wumple Tree or whatever it is. Oh, the Mimsy Meadows Mimsy, beneath the, the towering towering Tum Tum Tree. Yes, yeah, it sounds delicious. It does sound, and delicious. it sounds like something out of Candyland. Yeah, candy. and I would definitely love to live there. And it sounds like Underneath. something, according to the Knave, that Care Bears go to. Yes, <laughs> Care Bears would hang out at. Which but, is why I love the Knave, because he has a great sense of humor. And I, and <laughs> which is why another nod to Kitsis and Horowitz, because they always are so clever with their little jokes, and it's mm-hmm. the little things like that that just make they me just laugh, laugh really hard. And I'm like, why am I laughing? He just said Care Bears. That's all he said, but I'm laughing my butt cute. off. But the fact cute. that she didn't understand what yeah. a Care Bear was right. is just humor to us. It's not to the audience that are watching. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so he goes to the Momo Pod Tree or whatever it is. <laughs> Mimsy, Meadows Mimsy. Mimsy Meadows beneath the towering Tum Tum Tree. That. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure that's an actual line from Wonderland. And he lets go of these creatures and they're kind of like scouring the land. And so this is the point where Alice realizes, okay, this is my this is my adversary. I know my enemy now. And uh, she reveals to the knave that they now have to go to the actual place that it's at, which the queen has already taken the bottle because she has the rabbit in her employ. Now, this is what I want to know because the rabbit seems terrified around her. He seems like, am I done now? Am I done now? Mm-hmm. She must have done something too. And we know that he has like a wife because yeah. he said, I got to go home to my wife. So maybe she's done something to his family. That's the Held only thing hostage. I can think of. And rabbits, um, they seem to procreate a lot. So maybe he has many children that he's, you know, trying yeah. to protect as well. And she, I feel like she has something on him and she's like holding his family captive or done something mean that, uh, that he has to do this. Because I don't think, even though like Alice like threw him in a bag and that sucks. I still—it was kind of rude. It's like that suck. I mean, they she apologized, and they were like, "All right, we're cool. We're on yeah. good terms now." Yeah, I mean, but still, I would. I mean, I don't know if you would harbor a little bit of resentment for being like, "I have to be your proof." Really, you couldn't pick like a, a tum tum tree or something, <laughs> a mushroom. Right. I mean, I think a talking rabbit would just just about shut everyone up. That's true. It is That's... kind of the. I mean, mm. you can't really get that fat cal- caterpillar away with you, you know? <laughs> Apparently not if he's keeping bounties on yeah, people. The, the no. hookah smoking <laughs> the cal- hookah ca- caterpillar. Cal- caterpillar. And, and that's what I thought. I was like, really? A caterpillar is the one who wants the who has a bounty on the knave's head. 
Uh, I want to know what is the right. caterpillar more threatening than He's what like we're a led mob to believe? Boss. Yeah, He's yeah, gotta be. And important. also, w- what is he in charge of? Because every time we've seen him, it's just been at the entrance to Wonderland, right? And right there, you know, around nothing, with yeah. no one, just smoking his hookah, hanging <laughs> out, chilling, chilling like a villain on a Saturday night. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, mm-hmm. what what is he really into? Yeah, that is a big question. And so, even though, and so the rabbit seems to be okay, though he seems to be okay with her. Um, and they, like, they seem to be friendly in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm thinking the queen has something on the rabbit, which I love that she calls him Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny. It's a good use of her big lips. Yes. Bunny. Bunny. Everything seems I kept right. looking at the lips yeah. throughout this whole, tonight's whole episode. Everything she did tonight to me seemed very sexual. I know. Yeah. Everything seemed very like, even when she was getting her calluses removed or whatever was happening, <laughs> yeah. when oh she was getting God. her pedicure, Harder. I was like, what is happening? If I had had my eyes closed and just listening, I was like, what is happening? Really and then there was another scene where she was... um. Oh, when she was talking to Jafar in his lair and she was saying, you know, she has needs and she wants proof and can he satisfy Satisfying. her needs? I was and like, she's oh. she's getting really close and to yeah, I was like awkwardly close. Yeah. It's like, do you want to make babies with him? Is that what's going on here? Friends with Bennies. I mean, evil friends with Bennies. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. I'm thinking this is how she took over the throne. She probably seduced her way into the throne and now she has like a team of like men that are, I'm assuming her like. I mean, what woman players? wouldn't want a yeah. team of men yeah. just to do whatever they want? <laughs> right. But. That's beck and call. Yeah. That would be kind of awesome. Anyone um, down? <laughs> no, just joking. So, uh, so the bottle is gone. now gone, and the Red Queen goes back to Jafar, and she tells him that he shouldn't underestimate her, and that he has the genie, and now she has the bottle. And Alice goes, is has done her like I'm gonna go off and save him for sure thing and I really like this uh, I really like that Alice is the person who has to save him it's like the girl who has to go out and save the guy yeah I Mm -hmm. like that it's a very it's a just a once upon a time theme I think a strong female character who doesn't need a man to define her yeah but she, but she does need (laughs) but she does need to pick up her man yeah Yeah. but she is willing to die going to get her man so she's got her man's back even if he's a genie and she's a human and not just her man she also helps save the knave's life too yes we still have to find out how she did that yeah and i hope that cyrus has some more magical paper because i like that they can communicate yes and this thing because i i wasn't sure if she was going to be able to send a note back to him because well she's not yeah and i noticed that because um we see uh, Cyrus says no on one side and she turns it over and writes it but then when she's folding it the letters disappear so I think it's just one magical sheet that you write mm-hmm. once like you read it once and it self, kind of self-destructs or just magically erases the itself erases. and then you just keep writing over and over again yeah because I was like I mean you could let him let a sister know where you're at you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you know give her a hint she's she's clearly not going to listen to your rules and go home so you might as well help her get to you right because to Jafar's dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that also might be setting Say her location. up. Because, <laughs> location. Yeah. And that's the same thing with Alice. Be like, I'm, I'm at the tum tum trees or, or wherever. Right. Be like, I'm almost there. I'm going to come get you. I think yeah. the only thing they might fear is interception. Yeah. They'd have to talk in code. Yeah. They'd have to talk in code. I'm sure they have a secret code for 
Thanks. Yeah. Remember that time when we went on the adventure here and you <laughs> kissed me at underneath the moonlight and then he'll be like, Oh, I know exactly where that is. I think that's perfect. No, it's I love how all that went through your mind. Uh, any final thoughts before we go into predictions? Overall, I enjoyed this episode a lot more than I enjoyed the pilot because the CGI, you know, they've dialed back on it. Now they mm-hmm. have like actual sets built and stuff. So yeah, I it was that. a lot easier to watch without the overwhelming CGI in every single scene. And I think it's, you get more into the story the more you know the backstory. Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me is also really interesting. It's like you start to really care about these characters once you know what their backstory is, which is why I would actually really like to know, because you know how uh, Regina was kind of like a nice person and then something bad happens to her. I want to know if that happened to the Red Queen or to Jafar. Like, were they always this bad? I really want to know about Jafar. Yeah, you just want to know about his jerry curl. Yeah, I want to know about his jerry curl. And was he born with it? I mean, is it something that he chose to have? Or is it just the way his hair grows in? Why hasn't he changed it in all these years? Because he's been around for a while. Is Where he, did he get the snake staff? Yeah, is he some yeah, sort of immortal that, you know, many, many years ago he could be alive and look the same age and be here currently he at the same age. age. Does he not age? Was he ever a child? Is he a robot? <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the fountain of youth? <laughs> All these thoughts go through my head when I think of Jafar, and I'm so excited because, I mean, and especially since he's a character who, you know, we've, most of us have grown up with and right. seen in the cartoon version, so it's going to be fun to see their take and take him his character one step further and actually see why he is the way he is. Yeah, and I want to say the the same thing for the Red Queen because we know she manipulates her way into certain positions yeah, she really and have whatnot. Magic. And no, not really. And I want to know how she became the person that she is now. Why? What happened to her past? Why she became a cold, heartless? biatch trying to take over so where did she get her clothes why like why is she jaded or something uh i think knowing their backstory would make it more their characters more developed more layered and more interesting to watch yeah Yeah. and i think that i hopefully i'm i have every hope that that's what's going to happen we're going to start to learn backstories we're going to learn who anastasia is if she's yeah. a Romanoff or not. Because, I mean, Alice asked him like three times tonight. I know. Who's mm-hmm. Anastasia? He's like, that's just a, a tale of heartbreak. Like, okay. Yeah. Will Turner. Yeah, Will <laughs> Turner. <laughs> so, predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Is that what it sounds like <laughs> without music? That's an, actually, ironically, that's an old one. Oh, oh wow. It okay. was like, it was like, beam me up, Scotty. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> Predictions. Um, based on what I saw for coming next week, it looks like their note does kind of get intercepted by Jafar, but I think they could still communicate with each other. Um, I don't really have any predictions. Mostly just what I want to see more of, which right. is backstories on everyone. And I'd like to see Alice and her. I'd like to see a young Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Because we yeah. got to see a young Alice leaving Wonderland, but we never got to see her in Wonderland. So I think that'd be fun to kind of see her in there. I think so. And I think for the Red Queen, why she's there and what happened to Korra, because we know that Korra used to be, I think because it's Alice in Wonderland storyline, that the current Red Queen probably might have pushed Korra into a looking glass therefore banished Uh, Korra to another 
to the fairy tale land in Once Upon a Time. But she left to go there with Hook to go save her her daughter. Yes, and but I think it'd be interesting how how that they could. tie each show to each other. Like, yeah. I know for they said for now they don't want to do too many tie-ins, but I feel they have to later because I, I think it has they do. to connect. Yeah, um, and I I agree with you, Tiana. There's things that I want to know and want to happen, but uh, I I think the it looks like in the previews that the knave is going to betray her of sorts, which is something that I think that I see coming because yeah. I don't know if I trust him fully yet because yeah. he's very he said he's only on this mission for the wish. Right. And he's, he's, mm-hmm. a knave is by definition not trustworthy. So at some point he's going to have to make that epic decision of good or evil and choose the path he wants to go down. <laughs> so um, you can find me at 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter, at 123JackieB on Instagram, and here at the Sleepy Hollow After Show. Where can they find you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson, and you can also check me out on the Once Upon a Time um, panel here at AfterBuzz, the Castle and Parenthood. Uh, yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serapini TV on the Once Upon a Time. This one, Parenthood, uh, Glee, when that comes back, and uh, yeah, lots of shows. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 